Welcome to the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about Kings of War and a lot of other stuff, with Fred and Nido. Welcome to this special episode of uh, Giant Dwarf. Uh, I'm here with uh, my new co-host, V-Dog. Welcome. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, V-Dog, how are you today? Well, uh, nervous. Yeah, me too, actually. (laughs) Um, I I just thought about this earlier, that um, um, we might as well just do a little intro episode first to get over those first... Five or ten minutes where it's a bit difficult to speak English and you know get the get the wheels turning like that, uh, and also um, for once it's like a, it feels like um, there are some expectations now like oh we're gonna make an episode I wonder how it's gonna be and you know it's like people are waiting for it uh, which I'm not really comfortable with. It's much easier to be the underdog and just sort of provide uh, yeah. you know with surprise. Uh, well, in any case. Um, we have decided to try to continue podcasting. Uh, I missed doing like an English podcast. And uh, we've talked a lot about how we want to um, contribute to the King's War community and uh, you know, bring our own uh, thoughts and uh, ideas about King's War and just keep, um, keep doing that. So um, first, I just thought we would talk a bit about you, V-Dog. Since you are the new co-star of uh, this yeah. lineup, I have some big shoes to fill. Yep, uh, <laughs> indeed. That's the that's the nervous part. Yeah, yeah. And then the positive uh, positive part is uh, I was thinking about this that um, uh, no matter how this goes, it's a big combat for both of us. Com- combat, no, come back, combat, come back. Well, it has been a combat, I guess, and uh, <laughs> now it is a comeback. And you are right. Um, and actually, I was a bit nervous about. I've been, I've been a bit dreading this day, uh, but now I'm just really happy, really. And uh, I was just, uh, I was really eager for uh, for you to visit. And uh, uh, I was just feeling really happy when I got a bear out of the fridge, and was thinking today we're going to actually just do some recording and uh, just get going, you know. Um, yeah, you started drinking before I come here today. So. Well, just slightly before. <laughs> Just ten minutes before or something. That's a good, that's a good sign. <laughs> you make it sound like I was like, steaming drunk. When you go. No, no. I just when you go to a party, or looking forward to a party, and you're really <laughs> looking forward to that party, then you start to drink a little bit earlier. Yeah, you know, yeah. while you're in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Have a beer in the shower, waiting for me, dog. No. Um, but anyway, this is not like um, a proper episode because I was thinking that. Um, we just do this episode first, where we kind of, uh, you know, just t- talk a bit about uh, what we're doing and uh, just get some of those things out of the way, so that uh, we can make another episode, which is just like a normal episode where we don't need to explain anything and everything's just sort of boom into normal segments and all that. Um, but um, um, well, it's been a kind of a rough. Uh, Autumn and winter, I guess, for both of us. Um, it's uh, been over six months now since uh, what happened in in autumn. 
Mm. And um, but I, I'm just I'm I'm so happy. It's like uh, lighter times now. Like you know, both physically with the spring and also just after that six six month mark, it's I just feel uh, you know it's much more positive and um, it feels like life is sort of moving on. You know what I mean? Despite uh, Corona stuff, <laughs> that is kind of ironic because just when it, it felt like I was just about you know. Um, over the worst of like, oh, it's finally going to be spring and, you know, not, uh, this dark uh, winter will be over. And then like, boom, coronavirus kind of hit. And it's like, oh, no, I have to be inside and be quarantined. Um, so um, yeah, we're not going to go really into much uh, of what happened, unless you want to, of course. But um, I was just thinking I would ask you how's been, how's life been these previous months? Uh, you know, quarantine life... Uh, Yeah, I was uh, getting back to that next episode, but I was thinking about, do I really have any epic moments? No, 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 no epic moments. It's just staying inside, work, and then uh, with the children home uh, yeah. from the kindergarten. It's like home kindergarten with homework, <laughs> working from home. It's yeah. uh, just uh, nothing really happening, but still very... And, yeah, uh, yeah. Because you are a teacher of a profession. Yes, I'm a teacher. Yes. Um, teach. Uh, I don't know. I junior teach. high school or whatever they call it. I don't know what it's called. Really. <laughs> Always. Uh, well, they are uh, between uh, 13 and uh, 16 years old. Yeah. So. So you have been. Have you actually been off work at all, or did they just did, did your life just suddenly become a teaching from home kind of situation? Yes, I was working uh, full time, yeah. and then uh, suddenly, you know, teaching from home. Yeah. And uh, for some teachers, that was a dream come true because then they had less teaching time mm -hmm. and more time to make uh, exciting new digital 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 mm -hmm. uh, projects and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, for other teachers, it was hell <laughs> because they couldn't do anything. So just try to keep my head over water. So you've been, uh, what, like Skyping with all those students or? Yeah, it's uh, sort of, it's not Skype, but it's a Microsoft program called Teams, yeah. which I'm sure somebody heard of. That and Zoom has the... I heard about Zoom now, yeah. recently. <laughs> so, Okay, so you, and of course, uh, kindergartens uh, were closed. So you had to be like uh, at home with your kids as well. Uh, and how old are those kids now? They are three and one. Three and one, yeah. yeah. I wasn't like super exactly sure about their ages, but yeah, so they're both in kindergarten age, to say it like that. Yeah. And uh, how have they their lives been, do you think? Uh, I think I was surprised, I was uh, anticipating that they would be more bored and stuff, but I was not anticipating that they would become a little bit closer friends. Really? You know, play more. They actually play with each other and uh, oh yeah, okay. Have some fun. And they fight and uh, hit, <laughs> hit each other, but, uh, but they, they uh, do stuff together. Yeah, they get along very nice and maybe getting more. Uh, uh, yeah, get to know each other more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So that's a positive side. So have there been times where you actually didn't have to actively play with them? They uh, yes, yes, lots of times, of course. I'm okay. Nice. I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Cool. But it's always something. 
you know yeah the, I can how many that. minutes can I sit down and do some actual work yeah while they are not fighting it's uh, <laughs> or not pooping or didn't you have to um, I, I didn't you um, post some a picture or a video with the Victor climbing onto your lap while you were filming like a video for for your students uh, yeah, I think so. yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I, I don't talk to my students live because I I will just get interrupted. Oh, so yeah. I play uh, these uh, videos and tell them what to do. Yeah, <laughs> try to explain, and then he came and climbed up to my lap. But uh, I can't. I couldn't waste uh, ten minutes of a good video. So oh, yeah. I just. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was. It would be fun anyway. <laughs> he basically came up on your lap and said like. Dirty words and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I started saying dirty words. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but cool. uh, students love. I, I don't know if they love children the most or cats, but I think yeah. they love sort of elements from your private life yeah. up to a certain <laughs> and <laughs> limit. I mean, having been to your home, I know that the cats they love to invade every social setting. Mm. Uh, especially when if we're playing board games, uh, there's nothing better than climbing onto the board and just stomping around while. Uh, yes, <laughs> I think it's your cat that's uh, not normal in that. Uh, yeah, she usually just lies around. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, my quarantine life has been. Uh, I mean, I've I I only had two days really of of quarantine, like being at home. Uh, and then I got sent back out to work, so I guess I was lucky in that way. Um, so in the other, on the other hand, I haven't really had much time off. Uh, I guess I don't, I don't have that feeling of like, oh, I had all these weeks. Uh, well, not that you do either, of course, but I, I assume some people feel like they're just having vacation now. Yeah, I I really don't. I've just been. Uh, but you've been working a lot. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been put at like a construction site basically because that's where the jobs are and like for electricians and stuff. So I I used to have this sort of comfortable life with the uh, on this service uh, department where we just do I don't know. It's not like it's easy, but it's it's not heavy. It's just sort of like do this and that and fix fix these lights and stuff like that. But now it's like haul this uh, this cable that weighs a thousand kilos, uh, roll that up twelve stories, and you know pull cable to five hundred apartments, and it's just so like sweaty work and uh, just uh, so physical, you know. So I've been having like uh, my shoulders have been hurting, my back has been hurting. It's just I feel, and now now I know what like uh, construction site life yeah, because is because you're uh, still a trainee. Yeah, still a and, trainee. And you're a very old trainee. Yeah, maybe. That's right. Yes, so, of course. Yeah. So when they give trainee work, they are thinking maybe, oh, you're 20 years old, you can carry this up the stairs. Yeah. You, you won't uh, notice yeah. your back pain that's until probably, at least uh, five or ten years. Yeah, I'm sure this would be, have been super fun if I was uh, 17. <laughs> like, yeah, pull the most weight or try to lift the like the heaviest load. Yeah, it's not that not that funny anymore. <laughs> Well, uh, so, um, yeah, I've been kind of just back to work, really, and not really. The, I've been noticing it the most with just how little I've been seeing people. Uh, I mean, today, is this weekend, is kind of the first time I'm meeting people, period. I mean, meeting you now, uh, and I met uh, Jens yesterday, uh, and, um, you know, on Thursday, like three days ago, I met, like, 
the wife's sister's uh, family. We were uh, we had a coffee visit on their porch with like a respectful distance, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, sitting some some uh, distance apart while drinking coffee, sort of. So, but before that, I had like I don't know five or six weeks without any. I haven't seen my mom for five or six weeks. Uh-huh. My brother, my mother, no one. I've just been. I don't know, maybe a bit too um, diligent with trying to like help, you know, those, you've seen all those uh, people posting like, stay at home, save lives, you know, hmm. so I've been like, hell yeah, I'm going to stay at home, like really, hardcore. <laughs> <Not> yeah, <laughs> yeah. and my life I've been like, oh, we have children, oh, the neighbors have children, now we go outside, oh, they play with each other and they touch each other's face, uh, what are we going to do with that? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, I have to talk to the neighbors. Uh, funny episode. My uh, at first, uh, when in a very early process of this uh, shutdown, yeah, my uh, my father came to visit. He was going to deliver something because, uh, um, so for us, and uh, we told him, okay, okay. So well, I'll just stay outside and uh, okay. So he rang the doorbell and he handed over the bag and then uh, Victor, the oldest one, mm-hmm. saw him and came running into the hallway. <laughs> and my dad always ran away. <laughs> Almost ran away from the door. It was really strange to see the effect uh, these things have on people. You know? Oh, that's S- weird. Over yeah. six, a 65-year-old man running from running. a three-year-old. <laughs> but <laughs> that could scar a child for life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But, uh, but now they care much less. So uh, I think yeah. people are well, like warming not, up. Uh, still probably many people still maybe still afraid, but also a bit more yeah. lazy. So don't yeah don't you think that's a bit of a I don't know a risk now? We're coming into May. People are a bit tired of this quarantine life. Uh, yeah, but um, at least in Norway now there were the, um, so few people are getting infected uh, each day. Uh, it's almost it has to happen and I think yeah. Yeah, I think we all are, are going to get it sometime yeah, I, guess. I don't think you can knock it back so and I guess it's even if it like flares up again I, I, just, I suppose it's better to have two or three spikes than just one giant spike yeah you know? that's the Norwegian theory at least yeah so Vida, thank you for this Christmas bear that you just brought uh, yeah it's full of uh, like sediments speech. yeah sediments and what's your verdict? I think it was quite good. Yeah, I, I like it as well. Had I knew it was this good, I would have drinking it a lot sooner. <laughs> You've but been I, saving it for uh, like this weird beer. I'm gonna. Yeah, I bought it. I bought a lot of Christmas beer for Christmas, of course, and I drank half of them, and almost every one of them tasted really bad. <laughs> so I just oh I, I'll give this to my friends, and then I get friends points and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. I don't have to drink all of it, but uh, now I almost regret wasting wasting it on you. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very strange because these Christmas uh, beers they have this distinct like dark uh, spicy uh, flavor, and uh, I don't know. I feel a bit confused now. Like, is it May or is it December? I don't know. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very easily confused, Vidor. Yeah, I know. I know this. Uh, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So um, we are simply having a few drinks and uh, chilling out. It is uh, beautiful view. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, usually I'm usually podcasting with no view, just in a dark room, basically. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm hoping this view won't be too uh, distracting. We are in my uh, apartment. Um, and uh, the risk is, of course, that uh, you will be distracted looking at uh, the outside and forget to speak. Yeah. But I'm mm -hmm. sure you'll be fine. You were saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, V-Dog, just for the, um, the listeners who maybe don't know who you are, um, you have been mentioned a few times. We had... Uh, uh, we did actually have something called a V-Dog moment uh, a couple of times, which was just Lars being lazy and not having an epic moment, and he just decided to insult you somehow instead, and ah, say yeah. something that, like, haha, some, this one time V-Dog did this stupid thing. Yeah, but I never felt insulted by it, because uh, I was... I think it, I felt like he only mentioned him because he, uh, he looked up to me. That my, may well be. I mean, you are... <laughs> it was not know. embarrassing moments, uh, was it? I can't remember, but I remember listening to some of them. I do think they were humorous, at least. Um, and we also had an episode, I think, which was actually called Vidor Lost His Shoe. And there was this uh, internal joke that somehow you lost a shoe and... Yeah, I never got that one. <laughs> no, me neither. I just, I just ran with it. <laughs> but, I mean, um, we've also uh, known each other for a while through wargaming. I mean, uh, uh, mostly we've been connecting through gaming and the Warhammer originally. Yeah, um, when did we meet? Uh, I took some notes. I think we met roughly, give or take a year, in 2009. So 2008, 9 or 10, something, somewhere, I think, yeah, 8 or 9 probably. Um, but uh, I, I do remember we started playing, do you remember we played, uh, every, I think every Wednesday we tried to play at Outland, a uh, Warhammer game. We did that for a couple of months. Uh, so we would meet on Wednesdays. Not you, and, every, you and me? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But of course not every Wednesday. But we, we tried to play a game in the middle of the week. We met at Outland, you know, in the Sturgata. No, not Sturgata, I mean the, the first Outland, the original Outland. Yeah. Um, in uh, Kirkgata. Yeah. And uh, we would play... Because uh, this, this was right in the start of 8th edition. Um, and we wanted to, to, to grow our skills in 8th edition. So we play, tried to play each other in the start of 8th. And then we made a team in, uh, at uh, Yumi and Jens. We teamed up for uh, Alliance, 2D6 Alliance, in the very start of 2011. And that was kind of when we really started like uh, playing games together and uh, yeah. hanging out. So, uh, and that's, I guess that's when both Jens and me and you were playing the best Warhammer we ever did. Maybe. Yeah, I think so, <laughs> yes. Because it was the start of, of an edition. And uh, we had really, like, decided to play the shit out of this new edition. Play much more than everyone else, so that we would, uh, I don't know, evolve faster or, or learn quicker than everyone else, right? Which worked, because when we played at this uh, three-man team event called Alliance, we actually came in third place. Yeah, we did. I and don't know how we did it, but we did. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and we were, n neither of us were, were considered like top players. We were very average in Warhammer. You were the best, I, I, I recall, but we were all quite average. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we were able to like super play uh, in the Star Edition, learn, learn all the tricks, you know. But I remember in that tournament, I think uh, Jens actually won a few games. I think he won more games than me. Okay. Uh, yeah. With high elves. That may very well be. I remember one of the last games actually where both of you were winning or 
only one where you were winning. I'm not sure, but maybe one of you were drawing, one were winning. Yeah. And it was my game. And I was playing against uh, this guy with he, his tactic was to raise zombies. Oh, okay. And he load racing zombies. Yeah. So that's all he did. And I just, okay, time is running out. Just make some more zombies. Okay. And he was uh, collecting more and more zombies coming up <laughs> of his backpack and racing them. And he was so happy for racing all those zombies. And it ended in a draw. Because then, of timeout, really? Or yeah, it's just a draw. I, I took out a few things that weren't zombies. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, the zombies <laughs> didn't kill anything, so then, then, then time was up. Uh, but now you make make it sound like we were just playing people who were very casual. No, this is not casual. It was uh, Michel. Yeah, yeah, I know. He was he super was good. hardcore, but, super good. But with that description, <laughs> it sounds like you played this weird like guy who sort of just oh, all my life is about racing zombies. <laughs> no, but yeah, but he had made a list that uh, specialized in racing zombies. Yeah, I, I remember. And this uh, really it was a good list, but. Uh, <laughs> He wanted the list to do what it could do, yeah. And I let him, and that was, yeah. yeah. No, I recall that. So uh, we we had a couple of uh, of years where we were really like into tournament uh, games, and we would all uh, often like um, uh, travel. We traveled to a, co- a couple together because it was uh, this twenty eleven year and twenty twelve was very very active, because it started with this uh, three man team tournament in 20, like January 2011 and I think the same year we went to Christian Sun uh, Invasion 2011 um, so we did a road trip there as well it was either tw- 11 or 12 so we had a couple of it was you, me, Jens and Christian and I had this really awesome photo of you guys coming down the stairs yeah, do you remember, remember that? Yeah. and uh, it looks like you're surfing on the rails and uh, also, I recall I drove the car while the rest of you were drinking and having a great time. And just because we bought like a large <laughs> case of beer yeah. in Oslo, and then we drove for <clears throat> it takes four four and a half hours, and you were just sort of just popping beers almost immediately. We came out of Oslo, and I was like, God damn it, I want to drink too. But I, I was driving, uh, so that was a really cool cool trip. Uh, and I think the the peak of your uh, um, Road trip career, uh, Vido, it, it was uh, also the thing that made you never leave again uh, the borders of Norway. And that was ETC warm up in Denmark in 2012. Yeah. Where you, me, Kristen, and Jens once again traveled out and we uh, teamed up with Ford Danish to make this team Fjord and Porn Alliance, uh, which I posted a photo of actually a couple of weeks ago in our Giant Dwarf group. And uh, it was uh, it was fun in one way. In hindsight, I can remember it with positive feelings. But I recall when we were there, it was nothing more than just getting pounded into dust uh, time and time again by these top teams, like English national yeah. team, German, Austrian, Scottish, whatever. It was just... I don't think I have, I have any positive feelings about <laughs> Well, I remember I, I lost all my games except one. I think I uh, get one draw. Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess that's kind of positive. 
Uh, but the worst thing about it was the long drive down there. Yeah. And we arrived very late, so we have to play our last game around midnight. Our first game. Yeah, our first game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah around I mean, midnight. That's and, right. And after that, you had to sleep on the floor. Yes. And <laughs> and on a hard floor in the school, and yeah. I didn't get any sleep. And then you had to play four games the day yeah. after. Four rounds. And this is not King's War. This is four games of Warhammer. Yeah. With the pairing process and all that. Yeah. So I was giving up. I was so tired. I didn't function at all, mm. and uh, I lost game after game. And and of course against very good lists. Yeah, like top lists. Top yeah, players. I came with the balanced list. So. <laughs> we were very. I think we underestimated that Naive, whole thing. Yeah, we because we were like feeling like we were because we have been doing great in twenty eleven. You know, came coming third and in that team event, feeling really like, yeah, we got skills, we can do this, and then we just got murdered time yeah. and time again. I think I had this vision that I can make a balanced list and I can do well with it because yeah. every list can succeed. In <laughs> well, that was like your so, motto. Yeah, no, I, I think I, I think I just I thought that was the reality of oh, yeah. Warhammer. Uh, because and also in tournaments it might work a little bit better in straight up tournaments single tournaments yeah. where you're not you'd only meet a random guy yeah, but I when guess. when you have uh, this pairing yeah. they pair guys up against you which you have no chance to win yeah, against or in a bad it. matchup That's true. and we were not good at pairing true we, we were we didn't not good anything. at playing so <laughs> yeah so suffice to say um, that was the time where Christian stopped playing for a while. Jens stopped playing for a while. You didn't stop playing. You just stopped going out of Oslo. I never went out of Norway again. True. <laughs> it's true. And we've been kind of making fun of you ever since for that. Because yeah. it's true. I mean, you, you literally never played in a tournament outside of Norway after that. You know, I love to go abroad uh, on holiday too. But I haven't, I think, after that. I hate vacations outside. What? Really? I think it was maybe that's where it come from. Well, this is, must have been so traumatic for you. <laughs> but it was not uh, about losing games. I think it was more about the lack of sleep. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, okay, we had some beers, but... Uh, yeah, it was little sleep, rough games, uh, hard floor. <laughs> I brought, you know, I brought a sleeping bag and I thought I'd brought the, um, like your, the thing you roll out to sleep on. You know what I mean? Like the, I don't know. Thin mat that you roll out. The thing is, I had brought a mat, yes, but I hadn't brought the thick one that's for sleeping on. I brought the thin one that you put underneath the thick one for like insulation. I had brought the wrong one. I only had the thin insulation mat, which didn't do anything. So I was laying on the thinnest mat in the world on this hard school floor. Uh, I Coincidentally, I had the shingles uh, at the, that week, like those uh, on my back. You know what that is? Huh? Uh, it's like uh, it's almost like ah, uh, oh, you know, I know all the, all the Norwegian names like Van Kopper, Røde Hunder, something yeah. like that. So I had this really. It's like the, your nerve endings uh, go red and like uh, infect. I <laughs> somehow caught that that very week. And it spiked uh, when I was at that trip. So I was lying on the school floor with my back full of these really painful infected nerve endings and trying to sleep. And like, this is hell. This is hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are tracking a bit. I was just trying to really tell the 
people who you are and well I guess we are doing it doing a good job in uh, telling our past uh, tales of, yeah. uh, of conquest I can't say that I started probably playing Warhammer before uh, you or like on tournaments and, and stuff no or? yeah I, I, but I I started playing Warhammer was, when I was 15 yeah. and not long after that I actually arranged a few tournaments uh, small tournaments for like up to 10 people Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did that for a while. Also playing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but so um, and I also made uh, Lars quit Warhammer. Uh, first time he quit Warhammer. Yeah. When uh, it was not uh, GW's fault, but it was my fault. Was this some? It was sort uh, of GW's fault because yeah. he played dwarves and I played Skaven. Yeah, yeah. And I had Rattling Gun. There was something about you could keep rolling the Rattling Yeah, the Rattling gun. gun can just keep on rolling. They had a 12-inch <laughs> uh, range. Yeah. And the dwarves had a 6-inch <laughs> charge. <laughs> <laughs> so it just... I walked up to him and started doing Rattling Gun stuff. Yeah. And his ranks just went away. Oh. And I only had one rank again and left, I charged him. My God. And I did that game after game after game. So, <laughs> yeah, so you made large rage quit to Warhammer. But yeah, this was like in fifth ed or something? or Yeah, yeah it must have been like... Pretty early. Like yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, and we, are, we are not from the same city originally. So, because I also started, you must have started a couple of years before me. But I started also when I was like... I don't know, 14 maybe, but you are, I think, two years older than me, so you probably started just before, but when the moment I moved to Oslo, I, I started being interested in, like, starting again with tournaments and, you know, connecting with the community here, and I guess that's kind of how we, so we, we started going to tournaments about the same time, I think, at least in my memory, so the, the 2D6 tournaments, which we now are a part of the same club with. But did you play at uh, Gran Skole? No, I never did that. I did that a few times. I think I started before you. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> All right. And uh, so that was a bit of the things we have done. We also went to, um, we played in a doubles event. Was that last year or the year before? When we flew to Bergen uh, that August? Wasn't that last summer? Maybe. Or two years ago. Or last summer. I don't know. Time know how time flies. But we did that, uh, the doubles tournament. Uh, um, is that the only time you play together after? Uh, well, like on doubles, I usually arrange them, so yeah. I very rarely get to play. Yeah. So that was one of the, of the few times I actually get to participate, which is which was great. So yeah, yeah. Um, were you happy with that tournament? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was a cool trip, but I'm not sure how we did. I think we ended up like pretty average on the. Scoring table, and I do remember you becoming your standard uh, angry V dog, uh, giving me yeah. crap about uh, taking too long to decide what to do. And stuff. Yeah, I don't know what hap- what's happening to me in those uh, cases. I don't know. I'm a friendly player when I play alone. Yes, you are. And I, when yeah. if I meet players who take too long or ask too many questions or do some stupid things, I'm more lenient towards them. Yeah. But if I feel like playing on team, yeah, and I get that little bit. I feel like I both had to uh, protect the guy I'm playing with. Yeah, and also I'm nervous. Maybe I don't trust other people, so I don't trust yeah. the, how they do things. So if if you see like what is the most uh, I don't know the smartest thing to do in this situation, maybe you're afraid that the other guy won't see it. So you're like, yeah. hey, do this, just do it. <laughs> 
yeah, it's different uh, problems that turns up, you know. And I always pair with someone who's fairly new to the game, mm-hmm. as far as sort of, and then uh, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I was playing with Magnus, and he's a good player, but he was a bit unsure about things. And he was, I was thinking, I was playing uh, Lars's Combat Goblins yeah. last tournament. That's right, yeah. Really struggling in the middle there, because I had to sacrifice my units very slowly so he can get around the flank. Yeah. And uh, I had not enough to think about, and he was asking, yeah, should I do this, should I do this? I don't know, keep yourself, do a job. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Magnus. <laughs> and he's such a nice guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, it is, it is part of the story that you ended up winning that doubles tournament with <coughs> Magnus uh, with Lars's uh, army, proving that it's actually not the army, it's the player. Well, I, uh, Lars always played with Trolls Regiment, four of them. That's true. And I played with two regiment and one horde, so it's actually cheating. Oh yeah, you didn't uh, continue the, <coughs> yeah, the regiment he, uh, style. He would not have approved it. <laughs> I think that was a common <coughs> argument almost. Was the Lars defending troll regiments. Yeah. And everyone else saying how stupid he was. Because porch are obviously the way to go. Yeah, if you have a regen unit, why not max out? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But the thing he thought it was uh, very nice priced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. better priced now. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> So um, um, this I was uh, this might be taking longer than I was. Uh, uh, Sorry, but that's no problem. Uh, that's the genre of style. No editing, and uh, just go with the flow. Um, but uh, we were. I was thinking like, um, so uh, why we continue the podcast? Uh, we were speaking a little bit about because um, we were sure that when springtime came, we wanted to do podcasting. You and I. But we were not sure about making uh, something completely new, with a new name, or just using the old name. Um, but we have gotten a lot of um, positive feedback, really, on just keep using the old name. Uh, and many people have wrote uh, like messages about that, because I did ask about that on, on the Facebook group. And you also have been quite advocating that for, for a while. I think I'm the only person... Yeah, I was going to say, you're the only person who didn't want to go with all the name. Yeah. Uh, but it really helped to see all these people saying, like, no, just go with the old one, it's fine. So I guess sometime I, sometimes I need uh, uh, convincing, I guess. You overthink stuff sometimes. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, so... Um, and it is easier. I mean, I admit it's much easier because we already have... Everything's set up, uh, you know, on iTunes and all the groups and all that. Uh, uh, to be fair, I'm not sure if I even remember how to set one up again. So uh, yeah. I also admit that it's very comfortable to just keep rolling. And, um, uh, and like uh, people I also met when I was over in, in the US, uh, I recall Rashad, he said like, you should just keep going with the old one, uh, almost like a tribute, really, if nothing else. So... For tributary reasons and for uh, laziness reasons, uh, we so this chose. Is, yeah, this, this is, is not the, this is not going to be the best uh, podcast in the world. It's just a tribute. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is just a tribute. You're right. That's probably exactly how it will be. <laughs> uh, because of course, because yeah, that's that's a very great segue, uh, Vidog. Because because uh, that's that, that's also a point, right? That. Um, it won't be exactly the same as it was. Um, and I'm sure there are people here who maybe someone listened to it almost 
only because of uh, Lars's quirky uh, things and segments. Uh, we don't really know. And for them, maybe this will be less good, you know? Less uh, quirky. <laughs> less quirky, maybe. But it, it, will, it will probably, I mean, because we are, you know, it will be different, different, uh, different persons. Uh, well, you're a new person and I'm arguably not the same person. I don't know. But in, it will be a new chemistry in any case, and we, we can't keep all the old segments. I mean, we, we won't be doing a dwarf fact. We can just put that out there right away. It's not something we can or wish to continue. Uh, we have to try to make our own uh, style of the podcast. Uh, but to be honest, most of the podcast is something that I feel like is kind of my creation anyway. So mo- most of the segments... Uh, you know, local news, global news, other entertainment, all that stuff. It's it's stuff that I feel like it came from me anyway. So everything that uh, was too uh, like too much of Lars's creation will be taken out, um, and uh, we will do many of the old segments. And actually, one thing which uh, I thought would be taken out, uh, but which you have um, expressed a, a desire, Vidor. To actually continue is uh, one minute D and D. Yes, uh, so that's mainly because I uh, we have we didn't talk about that, but we have played a lot of D and D. Yep. Uh, during this uh, time, uh, that is true. It's been really helpful, yeah. and also instead of seeing people, we can do it online. Yes. Thanks to I- Ivan. Uh, so and also it has inspired me because I really want to DM some time. Yeah. And I have some. I have made some plans to do that in the future yeah. and I was thinking this can just be like a practice for me yeah. to DM uh, for you because you have you have never been like a DM uh, for a I have but it must, must be 20 years ago oh shit <laughs> okay so as a practice a safe place for V-Dog to DM his and uh, increase his DM skills safe uh, yeah let's broadcast <laughs> it without an audience <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, uh, we will try to, or we will continue uh, the one minute D and D. We'll take it one step further, I think, because I think it will be two minute D and D. Yeah, and it will be with y- one dice. Yeah, actually, you can decide freely how many minutes it will be. Uh, that's well, up don't to tempt you. me. Don't tempt. It shouldn't be too long. That <laughs> would be strange. And yeah, with actual dice, uh, while of course the old one was just freestyling in. Lars's mind, and who knew what was going to happen? But yeah, because so I had to ask you: Did you never roll any dice? Did you make things up? So that, yeah. oh, so you succeeded in casting that spells? Oh, they did. Oh, everything was just made up from on the fly. Yeah, it was. And uh, I guess your orderly mind was unable to to relate. Like what? No dice. Oh. Yeah, so um, that will continue, and uh, we will try to continue the epic moment, but as you uh, pointed out, V-Dog, it has been, uh, I mean, quarantine life is not great for producing epic moments, but uh, I think I have one or two, at least. Um, so yeah, um, that's kind of a bit of the background, um, how we will try to keep the same structure mostly, put in one or two new things, um, and... Uh, yeah, and just why we chose to continue the cast, uh, mostly because of yeah positive feedback and laziness reasons, and like why not? Yeah, it can't are, be laziness. Laziness because the most lazy thing would do would be to not. Oh yeah, do yeah. It. But I think we kind of agree that 
that was not an, an option. We wanted to do something, sort of. So, uh, let's see. Do I have any more notes for this uh, special preview episode? Um, I was thinking, oh yeah, you mentioned that, uh, V-Dog. Um, Iwin's D&D sessions. Um, I think, actually, uh, Iwin, he should know that. Uh, he has been very important, I think, to our mental health. Uh, not only in these corona times, where we've done it via uh, Discord and this... Uh, other software, what's it called? Fantasy, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this pretty outdated software where you can watch dice rolls and all that. Fantasy grounds. Fantasy grounds, yes, yeah. and Discord. But before that, I mean, uh, we were because we were having a D and D group, yeah. uh, and Lars was actually in it. Uh, and and after Lars died, we were very quick, and I guess that's a bit of credit to you, really, because you were very clear that we are going to continue as soon as possible with this D&D group and just need to get back on the horse and just, you know, keep keep doing it, keep playing, keep meeting, keep meeting Thomas, uh, Bjorn, uh, Iwin. And um, so, yeah, I think Iwin deserves, uh, I want to say thank you to Iwin, really. Yeah, thank you, for, um, for being our GM through these times and, uh, yeah, just being very helpful in uh, our mental health. Also, he has made things very easy for us. He yeah. seems to kill everything very easily. <laughs> These uh, monsters do seem yeah. like they are killable yeah. enough to, yeah. at least killable enough for Thomas. Uh, All the bad guys to, are pretty weak, actually. Fit. Don't tempt him. <laughs> he is trying to kill you, but you are a barbarian, so you're unkillable. How many hit points were you down to last session? Two. Two hit points. <laughs> Well, in in and in all the sessions, uh, Thomas Riesberg ends up kill stealing anyway with his with his bard. Oh well, we can we can talk a bit about more uh, in uh, about that in uh, our proper episode, which will be very uh, quickly forthcoming. Um, I have one last note. Uh, I want to say thank you to the RC and to Mantic uh, because they were actually uh, generous enough to place that tribute in the Uncharted Empire book. Um, with for yeah, Lars, so that was surprising. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, because we, um, I mean, we thought that I assumed that book was like you know printed and done, uh, but they were able to sneak that in last minute. It said uh, Lars Hemingby, a King of War hero, I believe, and uh, that was very <coughs> appreciated. I'm not sure if I, you know, said thank you to the correct people, but uh, I'm, I want to say thank you now. So, yeah, it was very appreciated. Absolutely. So, Can I say um, thank you to Jake also from Unplugged Radio? Yeah. Because I talked a lot with him on Messenger. Okay. And emptied my mind and he was there. Yeah. Very early in the process. and uh, That's great. Just saying, yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> no, it was, it was much more, uh, it was much better at responding than that, but I can't, uh, I I see. can't uh, <laughs> say. Well, that's, that's very nice. Yeah, Jake is a lovely guy. I had the honor of meeting him when I was over in February. So yeah, thank you to Jake for that. And thanks for all the support uh, we've been receiving over these times. And uh, we look forward to looking ahead and uh, trying to just plow on forward now with, uh, with our podcast, with uh, the V-Dog and Fred podcast, uh, without uh, thinking too much about the past. And uh, yeah, so the next episode will be uh, a perfectly normal episode with uh, the normal segments and uh, yeah we will just uh, carry on as if nothing had happened uh, with this episode being the one where we talk a bit about the whys and uh, the hows and all that 
So yeah, um, we will uh, shut this down and we will immediately record the first podcast of the new Giant Dwarf. Yeah. All right. So bye. 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 This was the Giant Dwarf podcast. Feel free to join our Facebook group with the same name or follow us on Twitter at Vida Hemingby and at Fred underscore Oslo or email us at giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com Thanks for now!